Did you know we live stream the recording of this podcast every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Facebook, Rumble, Twitch, Kick, and X? Come join us. Hey, Bob. What's that? Eric Zane didn't do a show this morning, so we can go live. Oh, sweet. Well, hold on. Let me put my pants back on. <laughs> you know, I was over in the Zaniacs. Uh, I'm a Zaniac now. I'm an official Zaniac. And I was over in their uh, private uh, chat. And uh, mm-hmm. I smacked a hornet's nest over there. And it's pretty funny. I hate uh, hornets. Oh, it's good. Uh, Terry started to give me some shit. He said that if uh, he only had to listen to the Boomer Bunker today, that he would hang himself. Well, he's emo, so yes, you know he's into like black fingernail polish and engages and shit. You right. know, and black I, said, I said, "Hey, dude, send me your address, and I'll send you a strong rope." Ah, uh, what I usually do is I just go to the Home Depot app and I'll look up rope, and mm-hmm. then I'll message them the the uh link to it so they can easily find the aisle and bay number that's an amazing idea so at that point then uh kenny you know kenny the one that everybody hates there's like nine kenny's and nine kyle's and it's the one from nashville nashville oh yeah the he bought a pinball machine one of the virtual ones that's cool did he really i like him so he comes in and throws a wet blanket on, on all the fun. Suicide's not fun. Suicide isn't fun at all. Well, I'm sure that the actual act isn't, but you can still joke about it, right? I think so. But I mean, you know, listen, suicide's not fun if you're doing it, like if you're doing it to yourself. No, but, but if, if you... other people are doing it, it's hilarious. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's like anal. Absolutely. <laughs> like you know all right let's start the show all right hit the hey it's time to mask back up and lock back down because monkey pox is coming to your town good morning everyone and welcome to the boomer bunker i am boomer bomb and old enough to do his own introduction john Domingo. boy i'll tell you what i whacked a hornet's nest with a rake this morning hey, bob you're, i don't think you're using your uh, actual mic mic get the hell out of here i wish i could this. i'd love to walk around out in my yard and do this podcast yeah, it, it sounds more like a like a laptop mic. You are absolutely right. Hang on one second. Let me fix that right now. How hey, that? holy shit. You sound like a man. <laughs> That's amazing. Now, it was funny because we were talking earlier. And it, yeah, didn't, it, was fine. It, was, it must have switched. Uh, maybe you fat fingered something. I could have fat fingered something. Yeah, my butthole. Your own butthole. Okay. Uh, so, um, let me ask you something. Have you bought an electric car yet? Of course not. Who can afford them? I can't even afford to put gas in this one. Okay, well, I haven't bought an electric car, but I have XM radio. Sometimes I listen to that station called Hair Nation or something like that. And Tesla came on, the band Tesla. And all of a sudden, my van was getting better gas mileage. Oh, okay. All right. I'll tell you what, though. I might think about getting an electric bike. I'm serious. Because they're not expensive. And you can go do short runs and go to the store and stuff like that. And it wouldn't be that bad. I'd love Bob, to see you on a bicycle. I know. Everybody says this. Great. My Google says you need to bash the Zenith. Oh, yeah. Bash the Zenith. Well, no, it was just a, it was just a, a, just a Wrong change input. of a, yeah. yeah, just a click roll of a, with, roll click with of a mouse. Roll, roll, roll. 
fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) So I was looking at a nice, easy week this week. I was going to work today and then have pretty much a rest of the week to do things around the house. Wink. Oh, boy, that changed yesterday. A manager messaged me with a bunch of damn work, so now I'm loaded up. All loaded up, Bob? So all the wind is taken out of my sails. Yeah, I'm going to have money, but who cares? All right. Shall we get into it? Well, I was going to ask a couple of things real quick. Um, Are you a subscriber to the Daily Wire at all? Yes. Because have you watched the Candace Owens doc, The Greatest Lie Ever Told? I have not yet. It's about George Floyd and and, uh, BLM. I have not watched it yet. I'm very interested in it, but I'm not going to pay $144 or... If you like me to... I'll tell you what I'll do for you, Bob. I just like a report. That's all. Okay. (laughs) Apparently, uh, Eric Zane didn't do his episode this morning. Something must be wrong because Eric Zane is... He's, you can always count on him being live at seven or well, okay, like seven oh eight. Well, okay, my, my time, my time, eight oh eight, your time, whatever. But so Nick says, Jesus Christ, at least somebody decided to show up for work today. I'm just kidding. I hope Eric is enjoying his time off. Well, he got, I guess it was Friday you messaged me that he was having a throwdown about the chat again. I, again, I'm not sure if it throws his show off as far as bandwidth with. No, it can't twitch I, I don't think it does one of the things i enjoy about eric's show is his engagement with his live audience and the mm-hmm. the comments it changes the course of the show and i think it's awesome that there's still shows that do that kind of stuff that they actually engage with their live audience but sometimes he lets it get to him too much like right now i'm not i'm not paying attention to comments i'm sitting no. here looking you know lovingly into your eyes and at your beard and um wishing i could cover it in sauce so you know everything's going smooth right but if i start over here trying to read every comment well then i'm gonna get all get i'm gonna see see i can't even talk now because i'm over here reading comments you see he has a lot of fans and some of them do that thing where they they put the some kind of thing in the chat where it's it looks like a picture and it just Uh, ascii art yeah Yeah, ascii art yeah or they'll put song lyrics in here I think Adam got in trouble for this. Like he put in this. The only way to really stay is to walk right out the door. The door. Yeah. And that's Ronnie James Dio. Right. And apparently that this seems to get under his skin. Well, you know what? We here at the Boomer Bunker, we appreciate every listener. All right. So you said something, and I don't know if you're going to want to use this here. You had some advice for Eric about the chat. You thought you had a form that you thought. Well, no, actually, actually, I stole that form. That was my, uh, Pellerito put that up. Oh, Zaniac, Zaniac's Facebook. Yeah, that was awesome. He sent me hilarious time. I, the time I talked about putting a Bobby, when I was a kid, putting a Bobby pin in the outlet, he said, little kid plus electrical outlet plus Bobby pin equals. And it was my picture. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god it was here's, so here's the uh f- form that he put up it says eric zane podcast comment approval form some of the ideas that we had mm, oh yeah um i said in the in the group you know ways for eric to make money oh okay you know something yeah i think you're right you know that uh website i think it's called bzid.com or something like that and you i got this ipad for seven dollars on bzid <laughs> 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 uh for the audio listener uh john I just is put just the picture up showing the picture that uh <laughs> Pellerito made for him 
So, right. so yeah, I I suggested that. Um, okay, on that site, uh, bzid.com, you can get an iPad for seven dollars. Yeah, but you bid ninety two times, and a bid costs you fifty cents. You have to buy bids in lots of like hundred or two hundred or thousand bids, right? So you're not really paying seven dollars for that iPad. You're paying like you know whatever because you're paying for bids. It costs you to place a bid, right? So maybe Eric Zane could sell chats. So you know every I mean? yeah, for, so let's say ten chats for five dollars or one hundred for twenty five. You know what? I, I'll be honest with you. You know what he should do? He really should go value for value. And I say the Zaniacs need to step up. So instead of being like a five or a ten dollar or whatever, I think they should go to twenty five or thirty dollars a month. This way, you don't have to have the Ace Hardware studio and the 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 dumpster facebook page and the flooring youtube channel you know he can lose all that and just instead he could also do the you know this is the irvine's auto repair cam yeah yeah something yeah but yeah he doesn't have to do that anymore because this way he'll be being paid by the audience the people that love him the people that are consuming his content i see that terry doesn't know how to tie a knot He's in the chat. I, if he was going to go hang himself, <laughs> he can't even do that right. Holy cow. Although he did have yeah. an amazing, uh, I told him to go to immediately go to Apple Podcasts and leave the review that he put in. Well, you also suggested after I, I suggested he could sell, you know, 10 chats for $5, 100 for 25 You said that you liked the $25 a month unlimited chat plan. Yes. That is yeah. a, a wonderful idea. So, I said, well, yeah, then we could sell Eric Zane chat cards at discount prices, kind of like those long distance cards you used to buy That's back in the day. Beautiful idea. Yes. Or how about this? You type in a chat, press enter to send it into the live stream, but you have to watch a 15 second ad before it'll post in the chat. Uh, see, I don't like that because he then you're missing the show. Right. So what? That's the price you pay, baby. Ah, uh, I got it. This is what Terry wrote. Go he, he said, he said, the Boomer Bunker is like masturbating with a cheese grater. Slightly amusing, mostly painful. That's an amazing review. I, I love that. hate listens. It's awesome. It is. Um, as I also suggested that Eric could install a P-cam when he takes his little potty break. Right. You only see his back, not at the front. No, well, I'm going to assume he stands when he pees. Yeah, that's a big assumption. Well, I would I don't know. imagine. You know, a lot of times your wife won't let you stand because of the spray. Uh, you know, if they really want to emasculate you, what they do is they yell at you because you sprayed and there's pee, you know, splatter. So they make you sit down. And uh, that's and not. He could have that cam sponsored by some plumbing company. Yeah. You don't know if the queen of the forest makes Eric sit down to pee. <laughs> some, uh, I wouldn't shock me. Nick wouldn't says that's me. a poor assumption, Bob, that I guess that he stands to pee nothing hey i sit to pee sometimes too i'm just fucking lazy i definitely do it at or night. i don't want to wash my hands again <laughs> I definitely do it at night because yeah man my aim is all jacked i'm barely I yeah, got exactly right glued shut certainly you know well um he could also hook up with some like veterinary business nearby maybe pet smart or something and have a dog cam that's just on his dogs. I think he had a dog cam before, but I think it was taken down his his bandwidth and he had to get rid of. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. One not simultaneously, you just switch back and forth. <laughs> yeah, but that's not when how the that dogs works. are doing anything cute in the background. And they're, they're never like, oh, doing anything. 
look at Bruce, one of his dogs, right? And there he's like, oh, well, let's switch over to the PetSmart puppy cam. Maybe. The same. Ways yeah. he can make money. Yes. And we, and we, we need for him to get made be less of a bitch about it. And stop messing with his chat. If you know he doesn't like song lyrics, don't put song lyrics in there and don't write Fuck those that. picture things. Fuck that. Next time you type in a song lyric, type an entire verse in. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck that. He, he he can just ignore it. He could ignore, ignore it. it. Yeah. I mean, they said something negative earlier about me, and I just fucking ignored it. Well, I, the thing is, he sometimes, you see here, we get in on a topic, and then the chat rolls up, and then you saw a comment that you needed for the topic that you're talking about, and now it's all rolled up, and now you got to go back and try to find it. That's a little tough to do. I'm on Eric's side here. I'm not rolling. Yeah, but you know he's using just the Twitch interface, so it's a lot easier to navigate. He's not dealing with chats from different platforms like we are. So Yeah, that's one thing I'm not a big fan. Like when he does the, I guess it's like 10 minutes of, he sends the stream out to yeah, Twitter you, and Facebook you, and YouTube. Facebook, yes. And then he says, okay, come on over. Come on over to right, Twitch I'm, now. We're going to go to Twitch. That's a Steven Crowder move. They do that for like 45 minutes or an hour. They're on YouTube. And they tell you, all right, we're going to our, our mug club over on Blaze. And if you want to, you know, YouTube piss off. And then they cl close that out. And people who want more will go in there and subscribe so that all they right. can watch them on Blaze. All right. So I'm going to ask the chat, what do we have to do to fix rubberneckers? Let's ask the chat. Since they're geniuses, let's ask the chat what we need to do to fix rubberneckers. And then let's see what they say. Maybe they have some good ideas, Bob. You never know. You know even a broken clock is right twice a day. I, I have know. nothing to do with that show, so I don't know. What show? Don't know, don't care. Rubberneckers. Oh, what did I say? I mean, Boomer Bunker. Jesus. Well, it's what do we have right to here. do to fix the Boomer Bunker? Besides have one of the hosts remember what show he's on. At this, which show he's on at that time. I think the main thing with us is just we both have to allow each other room to respond. And you tend to do it, I think, more than me because I edit the show so I can kind of see it. But you... When you get on a rant, man, you go for two and a half freaking minutes and I can't get a word in edgewise, which, hey, you're upset. That's the Jamingo, man. I accept it. I'll sit back. Go, boy. Tear it, it let me ask you this question, because I, I figured, because when I listen to stuff, too, is it because we're older now and we forget what we're going to say? Because I, sometimes I think that's what I do. Well, you know what's weird is that I have these conversations like this with my wife. In our garage, we hang out and I get smoke you know drink a beer whatever and we'll start talking man and i'll be going off dude just going off and i'm like see why can't i do that on my own show and i i think it's just overload with the cameras and the lights and the i can hear myself speak and all that kind of stuff and with my wife i kind of know when she does want to input something she i'm gonna know it i can tell by the look on her face she's ready to talk so i'm gonna back off does she need to raise her hand first is that what she needs to do no i, I give her a bell <laughs> Hey, you got a bell, right? There you go. You just fixed the problem. We've Whenever you that. want to talk, just go, and I'll I'll hear you. And then our I'll show up, and then you can in, rant. Our bells are not in tune. We need to uh, work on that. Oh, my God. You Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yours is like a it's half All a, you have to do is just go, off. and then I'll know that you want to talk, <laughs> and then I'll shut up. There you go. <sighs> problem solved. You realize this is episode 95, right? Yeah, we're almost at 100. You think Jeez we'd be able to wheeze? Yeah. Eight more, baby, and we can tie with Brand X. Yeah. Well, Can't wait to get 104. That's true. 
All right, so I will start. So, Bob, I don't know if you've known this, but there's monkeypox. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah, that was back in uh, late, mid-late January, wasn't it? January 23rd, 2022, in Danville, PA. The last of the escaped monkeys from the crash of a truck towing a trailer load of 100 monkeys from New York to a lab in Missouri. The truck crashed. These monkeys, three of them got came out of the cages. Police said, do not try to... Get near the monkeys, stay away from the monkeys. You see a monkey, call, we'll come get the monkey. They were en route to a CDC-approved quarantine facility after arriving Friday morning from Kennedy's airport, so they had a crash. All right, well, one woman, an animal lover, she got out to see if she could help. We got this story. PA woman exposed the lab monkeys after crash, irked by lack of answers from the CDC. Uh, she went to the accident was in January for the past two weeks. I've been trying to get answers and information. Michelle Fallon said standard of care, best practice applied to laboratory laboratory personnel that's been exposed to monkeys. Uh, the CDC was on site during the accident. Nobody said anything to her. She's been having issues. Uh, then the day after the exposure, after the accident, they sent a mobile unit at her home to draw her blood. And then they never told her why. Four days after the incident. Four days, yeah. I, mean, four I don't understand why, why they waited so long. They knew what these damn monkeys were for. Sure they did. They absolutely knew what they The guy in the truck said, yo, man, don't get near them. They're cats. So then she thought they were cats. And, of course, she's like a one of those people that rescue animals. And she touched the containers and she walked in the feces and she walked into the truck to see if there was any other monkeys or anything, whatever there was in there. And then she got sick. Right. So nobody knows. All right. So now we've got this. So now we have a lady that's getting sick there. And now all of a sudden we have monkeypox. Kind of mad because I, I meant to, because we began earlier, I forgot to do this. Um, I was going to, clip this for the opening for the show or for this oh, wait, oh, oh before you do it are you talking about are you gonna oh okay jack the monkey you know just use that for a little opener pox monkey 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 pox View has symptoms associated with monkeypox. Clusters of the virus have been reported in Britain, Spain, and Portugal, with more cases popping up in the U.S., Australia, and across Europe. Tonight at Bellevue Hospital, doctors are treating a person who may have monkeypox. A city that is still dealing with COVID and its latest surge, now comes a potentially new virus to New York City. This one is called monkeypox. What this is causing is pandemonium in the city, because hearing the word monkeypox after dealing with COVID, well, experts say, this new virus could be spreading fast. I mean, and it goes on for two minutes. Yes. 38 seconds. They're already starting. And remember, Bob, if, let me take you back a little ways. Remember back in like 2021 when they said there's a virus, but it's droplets. It's not airborne, Bob. It's droplets. So you have to wash your, you have to wash your stuff. When you go to the grocery store, you got to bring it back. You got to sanitize your stuff. You got to wash your hands. You got to sanitize everything. You got to put hand sanitizer on. You have to do all that because 
COVID is droplets. It's not airborne, Bob. You don't get it out of the air. That doesn't happen. You don't need a mask, none of that stuff. And they said, you don't need any of that for COVID. They, they were wrong, and it was airborne. And they had monkeypox for 100 years, and the only way you could get it is if you're exposed, you got the monkeypox on you or whatever that, and you get a monkeypox. Now people are getting it. Sounds like a change, Bob. What do you think? It's the same news cycle. It's like the Matrix is on repeat. You know, the media is all, this is uh, possible through zoonosis, which is, that's what they said about COVID. You know, that's where it can jump from animal to human. And I'm like, well, humans are animals, but okay. <laughs> you know, we're in the animal family, whatever. So it's the same news cycle all over again. The incubation period for this, I think, is 21 days. This is what they say. And I found it hilarious. They said the case fatality rate that they've made up for this particular strain uh, to make it sound like they know what they're talking about is one to 4% of cases. Dude, there's been like a hundred and what, 20 people. Yeah. Now, how do they know anything, any, any numbers yet? They don't know shit. Well, monkeypox has been around for a long time. It's been usually in Africa. Yeah. And monkeys. You found this. Yeah. I found this very irritating. On the left, we have a news article with an image, and it says, Rare monkeypox cases reported from U.S. first time in nearly 20 years. All you need to know about it, and you read on. Now, that was from some health website. And then you go over to Queensland Health, an article from there that says, What is shingles? And it has the exact same photo. Exact. 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 Now, if you open the article that I put in here, did you, I don't know if you... Well, I'm getting there, Bob. Okay. I just want to put the picture up. For Ooh! Yeah. That one has the same image in it. They put up like six images that were kind of grouped together, and they could have just left that one out. Yeah. The one on the top right there. It's the same yeah. photo. What is Is that monkeypox or is it shingles? Well, are they related? Uh, they might be. I don't think they are. No. I mean... I don't, I don't remember getting chicken. I don't remember seeing anybody with chicken pox. Like I, when I was a kid, I remember people having them. I kind of remember having them. I got them when I was young, but it doesn't yes. mean like, it's not like this. No, like, no. These I, are, I got it when I was in kindergarten. It was early on in kindergarten. I got this. All I know is I ran down the hallway, not wearing a shirt. I was about to get dressed to go to school. And my mom noticed red dots all over me and said, oh, shit. That was about it. Uh, I remember when I got chicken pox, my mom, all my mom's friends came over with their kids so they could all get chicken pox and get them over, get it over with. They all oh, the kids got chicken pox together. It was a chicken pox party. Yeah, we actually had one of those. It was crazy. I don't know. And then our buddy, Mr. Uh, Microsoft, he decides, you know, he's been talking about this for years. That guy over there, I, I, I would like to see him taken down. I wanted to, uh, real quick, I wanted to address that article that you just took down. Uh, the uh, headline, that's okay. It was, it had to do with Belgium. Oh, You're yeah. asking everybody to, everybody who, I guess, tests positive, whatever, to quarantine for, or anybody comes in contact, whatever, to quarantine for 21 days. They say that their current cases tied to a gay fetish festival. <laughs> well, what the hell are they doing over there? All right. As of this writing, there is reportedly three cases of monkeypox in Flanders, two clinically determined cases, well as high-risk contact with symptoms, according to our colleagues at the HLN. For people infected with this virus, they'll have to isolate themselves for 21 days. Monkeypox 
is having a fairly long monkeypox having a fairly long incubation period. On the other hand, high risk contacts are not required to self isolate. So here we go. Now, you know, before with COVID, you were, what was it? Seven to 10 days. Now it's 21 days. I think it's 14 days with COVID. They would, they would isolate oh, okay, you. In the beginning, yeah. positive getting off an airplane, whatever. Yeah. They would isolate you for 14 days. Now it's 21 days. They want to just lock you up even longer. I'm not saying that this is bullshit because I mean, monkeypox, if it does get out and it, it gets everywhere, we're, it's, it's a thing. And the only, from what I know, I don't think there's a necessarily a cure for it. And the only prevention is a vaccine. The current CDC preferred method of testing is, can you guess? The PCR. Oh, that's the right. polymerase chain reaction test. The same thing that was used for COVID to fake all the cases. What they did with COVID, for those who don't know, uh, briefly, is they typical PCR test should be around 28 to 30 cycles. What it does is it reproduces a tiny amount of whatever molecule reproduces it enough times so you could find it 28 to 30 is about as many as you want to go but they were doing it in the height of covid they were doing it 44 46 times well you could um find alien blood in somebody if you ramp it up that many times if you dig that far for it if you multiply it that many times so they're using the same test for this go figure now the creator of the PCR test, the inventor of it, Casey Mollis, Carrie Mollis, I forget his name. Anyway, he came out and said, hey, uh, the, uh, the PCR test is not meant to diagnose anybody with anything. It is, it's not what it's for. And oddly, he died um, the September before COVID. Hmm, strange, huh? Well, I don't know. Is it strange? People die all the time. All right. So, I mean, where are we going with this? I mean, obviously... I don't want to beat it down, you know, with us talking about it because it's all over the news. People can just hear their bullshit on it. Any anything right. we we share on it, as far as news articles goes, is just going to be regurgitated crap. Right now, it's all kind of speculation. What we can add is what we think why this is happening and where it's going to go. Well, hang on. Before you do that, what we do is we'll play stuff that your mainstream media won't play, and that is TikToks. And the gentleman kind of looked into this stuff, and. uh well, this is what he thinks. Uh-oh. Let's talk about monkeypox. You're familiar by now with these tabletop exercises, right? You've heard of Event 201 and Crimson Contagion and uh, Urban Outbreak. It's Event 21. That date on there, October of 2019, that's when all of those were conducted. And they didn't just say, hey, there's a pandemic that's going to happen. They said, it's going to be a coronavirus. It's going to come out of China. They had some very specific things nailed down. That's why people are inclined to believe that they're more of a plan than just expertise. Now we've got the same thing from uh, for monkeypox from NTI Bio, a tabletop exercise called Strengthening Global Systems to Prevent and Respond to High Consequence Biological Threats. Well, these are this is the published results from the 2021 tabletop exercise conducted in partnership with the Munich Security Conference that was conducted in 2021. These uh, this was published in uh, November of 2021. And this is an exercise just like Crimson Contagion in Event 201 and Urban Outbreak, saying that there's this thing that's going to happen, monkeypox, there's going to be an outbreak. And they say on page 10 that it's going to occur May 15th, 2022, in their hypothetical scenario, almost to the day that it actually does occur in real life. Fancy that. And the government is right on cue, ready to go, just buying 13 million doses 
of monkeypox vaccinations, almost like they were ready to go and move forward with it before the thing even happened. So very interesting. I'm glad that we have such dedicated, benevolent leaders that care for us so much that they, I mean, they must hire psychics to tell us exactly what's coming. Yeah, I haven't heard who makes that particular vaccine. I haven't it's not really Pfizer. looked into it. It's I know not. it's not Pfizer. It's not the, one oh, of the so, big ones. So it's somebody else's turn, isn't it? Yeah, it's somebody else's turn to get all the now, good stuff. Tinfoil hat on. Do you think this could be to usher in, you know, mail-in voting and all that crap again? Have another excuse to to fuck with the elections? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Because it, it's right on cue. That right right now it's just starting. We're just starting. Couple cases, and then by the summertime. Oh, major outbreak. You can't go anywhere. You can't touch anything. You can't do anything. Because I think all that the 2000 Mules film has done is showed the left how they screwed up. So they'll get it right next time. Well, again, now what they'll do is they'll say, listen, when you go to take and do your ballot stuff and shut your phone off so it can't track you. But they have to use their phone to take a photo. That's a thing. When they go to drop them in the box, they have to take a photo of them dropping them in the box so that they can get paid. Airplane mode. I think it's uh, Yuma County, Arizona, Mm -hmm. is actually making arrests right now in regards to things that were seen in the movie 2000 Mules. You would think, Bob, that if somebody was making arrests for ballot stuffing in the 2020 election that uh, in states that were highly contested, you would think that that would make the mainstream media. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be something that you would think that maybe? No, no, that's that's what podcasting is for. No, well, I would think that people, I mean, is it the fourth estate supposed to be there to to educate the people and to be a a contrarian to to government, to, to hold government to task? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? And what do we get from the mainstream media when shit like this happens? Well, no, we get things like uh, zoonosis. Monkeypox is caused by zoonosis. So how it jumps from animals to humans. They're still screaming about Donald Trump. They're still counting COVID cases. Hey, did you hear that uh, Joe Biden, he went to Tokyo. I don't know why. Tokyo or South Korea? It says Tokyo right here. I have to scrub the video up a little bit. I'm not going to play very much of it. Just the hilarious part. After cracking the door open to a future meeting with Kim Jong-un, if he were, quote, sincere and serious, the president today asked about his message to the North Korean dictator was short and direct. Hello, period. Hello, period. Hello. That's his message. And then he walks away. Is it me you're looking for? The fuck? What kind of shit is that? I I love the video of him walking. So he goes to South Korea. All right. Now he's walking down the steps with his mask on. He gets to the bottom of the the, the steps of Air Force One, right where the Korean person is there to meet him. He takes his mask off right in front of the guy and shakes his hand. Like, why are you wearing a mask? You wore your mask all the way down. Why are you taking it off when you're close to somebody? Don't you understand how the president of the United States doesn't understand how masking works? Well, he thought that they turned the cameras off when he got down there. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know about that comment. (laughs) Monkeypox is a campaign to get people not to want to buy those NFTs anymore. The economy is going to shit. Everybody's saying we're 
in a, a bear market now. We've been in a bear market since like last October and it's uh, the recession should start to be felt kind of late this fall, early winter and definitely next year. Recession full on blah, blah, blah. You know, we got into this last episode, you and I, and I said, what is it going to take for people to, to rise up and say enough is enough? What are we going to, you know, how are we going to take and get our country back? Because they're putting the screws to us. They're just not telling us. And one of the ways that they're doing this is by the fuel prices and the lack of fuel and stopping fuel. They, I understand that everybody wants to be uh, zero, have a zero carbon footprint. And I didn't realize this. The United States is doing the same thing that Canada did, but they got it sneakily hidden away. They have a carbon tax. So we are paying more for using diesel or it's costing more to make diesel and gasoline. And so that is immediately passed on to us. So if we're done with monkeypox, are we done with monkeypox? Yeah, I was going to quickly... You asked earlier, well, you know, what is the media for? What are they giving us? Ah, Courtney Kardashian marries Travis Barker in another wedding. They got married back in uh, April. And this is their third in wedding Las Vegas or something. Yeah. And they love marrying each other. It's like, I also learned how I can take care of my male pattern baldness. I can just get tattoos yes. all over my head. Um, the only thing I like about Travis Barker, other than he is a talented drummer, but uh, he has a daughter named Alabama. Really? Is that where he impregnated his, the mother? Alabama? Uh, I don't know. Or maybe she's just dumb and inbred. Nah. Well, speaking of music, here we go. Sometime today. That's a fishing reel. He's got a fishing reel taped to his guitar. And he's With a guitar spit. pick on it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's one way to get around it. It, it. it would take more coordination to do this than, you know, that. But, I would imagine. Yeah. But uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Wow. I wonder if he caught anything. I wonder if you played that like that near a, a riverbank, would you have to have a, a license? Fishing license? Yes. Maybe you'll have to get a guitar license now. What are we doing now, Bob? I've got a quick palate cleanser. This, There's no way that this can be real. So basically, I really want to get a tattoo. But I'm just thinking, like, when I'm older and I have a baby, like, I don't want that baby to have the tattoo on it. Like, I don't want to pass my tattoo down to that baby. So, like, I don't know what to do. You know what? They should immediately sterilize her. Yes, don't have she, a baby. She's too stupid. She's too stupid for mother. She'll kill the kid. You have to decide how bad you want a tattoo and how bad you want a baby and then decide. Maybe even yeah. flip a coin. My baby was cold, so I put it in the microwave oven for 30 seconds. It exploded. <laughs> what, what happened to my baby? That's about as genius as the bitch you said, you know, if you're homeless. Um, if you're homeless, just buy a house. Right? Yeah. 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 That was like when, uh, what's her name from California? That Maxine me. Waters. Yeah, Maxine go Waters, home, yeah. everybody. Go home. Everybody, get, it's over. Go home. And they're like, we don't have a home, you stupid cunt. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Uh, Baby looks cold. Let's put it in the microwave. Oh, My house lady. You, everybody's seen the movie A Few Good Men, right? Yes, I love what that movie. What is the most iconic scene from... 
probably all movies, but of that movie, the most iconic scene from that movie. You can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yes, exactly. Well, I don't know where they're getting this filter, if it's from TikTok or something like Dave's been using on uh, Rubberneckers, but this is hilarious. Title two. Did you order the code red? I did the job. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. <laughs> Look at their faces. <laughs> <laughs> That is, I mean, this is an, you know, this is coming out as an audio podcast, but it, everybody looks surprised. Edit it out. Court, I suggest the members be dismissed so that we can move to an immediate Article 39A session. The witness has rights. See it jump through their face when it goes. Captain Ross. See it? <laughs> you have to go to the YouTube to see this. The members of the court will retire to an Andrew room until further instructions. That's amazing. Like I said, I don't know if it's TikTok or what, but that's hilarious. I, w- I would like to see more movies done with that. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Maybe like the Matrix. I'm being charged with a crime. This is funny. Maybe even porn. You could do that with like a porn. A porn, porn would film. be amazing. Don't <laughs> <laughs> show any of you know the business down there, but you could and maybe mute the audio. Yeah. But you see, could show the faces. What- this is why you got to go over to YouTube and search Boomer Bunker. Could you, could, could you imagine a dude during the uh, big finish and he has that face? Or, <laughs> or how about just, uh, you know, that, that the eyes looking up at you during the oral sex oh, part? Yeah, yeah. During, yeah, yeah. It looks, with, you know, the, if you go back to that face, it looks like something smells. So maybe it wouldn't be a good thing. I don't know. You know what Dice says, you know, you look down, she's looking up at you like, and you're like, don't look at me. Concentrate, concentrate. That's my SMD. Concentrate. I dumped so much gum in her mouth hey, it looked hey. like her teeth were melting. Okay. Oh, why do you got it? You know this rubberneckers shit. Don't don't do that here. What? Body mouth. Don't do what? You're, you're talking what? like body mouth. You go fuck yourself. I'll talk the way I want to talk. Oh, I've been talking this way I, forever. You can go get Devin as your co-host. Is what you can go do. <laughs> I talk the way I talk. If you don't like it, you can get another co-host. You can take Boomer Bunker wherever you want to take it. Email me, uh, boomerbobshow at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> Potty mouth. How dare you? Uh, you can say shit that you want to say, but if I don't, uh, if I say something, just remember who they're coming to see here, Bob. Go ahead. Enthrall huh. us with what you have next. <laughs> you brought up Dice Clay, not me. We've got a perv alert. Piss off, you perverted old freak. That ain't it, but here we go. Virginia Virginia middle school teacher arrested on child pornography charges. Now, is she performing child porn, or is she just had she just had it on? She's a, a fan of it, watching it? Uh, Christine Nisner. I, I said Nisner. Uh-huh. No G's in there. Uh, 28, a teacher at Irving Middle School in Springfield was arrested after the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children tipped off police about someone at a Fairfax County IP address having child sexual abuse material on their Snapchat. Snapchat? Yes. An investigation led police to the home of Nisner, where they executed a search warrant and found that she lives alone. Quote, photos and videos of child pornography were found on several of the teacher's social media applications, Fox News reports. Police said that none of the victims appear to be her students. 
Uh, Nisner has been charged with two counts of possession of child pornography, but has now been released on $2,000 unsecured bond. So I guess she put up the cash. Um, in a letter to parents, Irving Middle School announced that Nisner has been placed on leave. While investigators have not identified any offensive r- related to FCPS students, FCPS is cooperating with police as they investigate this serious matter. Uh, the school is also making social workers and counselors available to families. Investigators said that they want to hear from anyone with information regarding other cases involving this teacher. So I, This smells funny to me, and I'll tell you why. How many female child porn watchers do you see? That's very, very rare. Would you think? I don't know. I have a, another one that kind of goes along with that. I don't sound, know. Don't it sound like a setup? Like somebody puts shit on her computer and then sent somebody over to find it? It does sound like that. But you know what I mean? I, uh, I, this... I don't think I believe that too much. If I was a detective on that case, Bob, I'd be digging in. I'd be digging in like a tick on a long-haired hound into that one. I don't know about this. Next article uh, that goes with that. California teacher arrested for molesting four students in classroom. Yes. So here this this guy is. He, he looks about your age. A substitute teacher for a Southern California elementary school was arrested on suspicion he molested four female students in a classroom. The alleged victim- At the same time? The alleged victims, ages eight and nine, eight years old and nine years old, told investigators the teacher touched them inappropriately in several incidents inside Adams Elementary School in Santa Ana. Each victim was molested individually, to answer your question, and at different times throughout the day. The perp, identified as 69-year-old Peter Morales, posted $100,000 bail after he was arrested. Morales was a teacher for the Santa Ana school system for 18 years before he became a sub. So, I don't I mean, I'm not trying to say that the kids aren't making it up, but maybe they just didn't like him as a sub or something. I don't know. Well, four? Yeah, that's a, well, I mean, they do talk. Kids hang out in playground. You know, I don't think elementary school kids... Yeah, but like he's 69 years old, man. What do you do you still well, have a libido at that age? I don't know, but sometimes it's not about maybe it's more about power, you know, and domination. Eight I don't know. It, the whole thing is sick, but Ugh. I yeah, yeah. Happy Monday, everybody. I make a D- Andrew Dice Clay joke and all of a sudden I'm not allowed to say potty mouth things. It's your I... poop word of the day. Instead of saying you're going to take a poop, say you've got a dog scratching at the back door. You just say I got a turtle head or I'm prairie dogging. Drop kids off at the pool. Yeah, I, I got to drop some friends off at the pool. I got to go uh, lose a brown shark. Got to take the browns to the Super Bowl. So do you know who Aaron Salter is? It's uh, Mr. Salter's Mr. and Mrs. Son. Salter's son. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is, that is the correct smart ass answer. <laughs> no, I don't know. who. He- oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I do know who he is now. He is the uh, security guard that was shot at the Buffalo supermarket. He was working as, at a, as a security guard at the, what is it? Tops, tops market. And he was shot. He actually tried to take out the guy, but the guy was, was wearing armor and yeah, he, he hit lost the battle. Mm-hmm. Is Aaron Salter. Let's go to this. You know who this is? This is Aaron Salter's YouTube channel. And guess what he was working on? This is six years ago. No way was he working on how to take water and, and make 
take the hydrogen from water and put it down for yes water yes he had a hydrogen powered vehicle that he was working on get the fuck and he has it actually here. running you can hear the pumps in, in the audio and he actually gets it to run i'll scrub up a little bit here in the video Let's see where is it right here there it is running on it dude i'm telling you and it has an extra alternator on it i guess to help you know the battery yeah, to charge the other batteries in the right. back so coincidence you got to be kidding me get your tin foils out start wrapping your hat ladies and gentlemen it's a water powered water somewhere in here he's actually in the video i was trying to find it so you could show that it was him i mean it's it's him. I've actually seen him. I've actually watched his other oh, videos. Right, up right there. There he is. There he is. Son of a bitch. And he's, he said it is a fuel-injected vehicle, and he didn't have to modify that at all. He just added the alternator. That's pretty much all, all that he did to the actual engine. But everything else is being done in the back of the vehicle with the batteries and the is it electrolysis, whatever the hell they call it. So, Wow. Yeah. So uh, there, there that is. All right. If you don't mind, I would like to dig into the, the fuel issue, gas, fossil fuel issue. Oh. If you don't mind. The other, the other kind of gas. The non-funny yes. kind of gas. Right. Now, I don't know if you remember, but our uh, demented-in-chief, back when he was on the campaign trail, uh, he said this. But, kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. Now, he had to walk that back. His campaign walked that back and said, well, you know, we're just talking about renewable energy. Uh, but he said it. He said it during his campaign that he was going to end the fossil fuel industry, and he's doing a pretty goddamn good job right now doing that. But also, I have this one here. Comprehensive hostility to the energy sector by this administration, not necessarily you, day one. I watch it every day. Every day. So you're saying we need to increase supply. Let me give you just the last three weeks. The Department of Interior, again, not you, announced that they're taking half of the National Petroleum Reserve set aside by Congress for oil and gas drilling in my state off the table the most prolific oil reservoir in the world right now. Everybody who explores there finds billion barrel fields. Secretary Holland, your colleague, came to Alaska and announced half of it's off the table. That is not focused on increasing supply. It's the opposite. Let me give you another one. Last week, Cook Inlet Basin, okay, that's the other prolific oil and gas field in Alaska. At the last minute, the Biden administration canceled the lease sale. That is exactly the opposite of getting supply on the market. Three weeks ago, the Council on Econo uh, Environmental Quality issued new NEPA rules. Everybody and their mother knows what they are. They're meant to delay energy projects. I read them in detail. This is the last three weeks. NPRA off the table, Cook and the lease sale canceled, and NEPA rules to kill the production of American energy. That's what you guys just did. Do you have a response to any of that? And I'd like details, and maybe you don't know. And look, I'm not coming after you. 
the Department of Interior is a disaster. They, from day one, and day one, President Biden came and said, oh, and we're going to stop anything in Anwar. He can't do that. The Congress of the United States said there shall be two lease sales in Anwar. President, day one, we're not going to do Anwar. Sorry, Mr. President, your job under the U.S. Constitution is to faithfully execute the law. The law says to lease it. This is planned. I don't know how much more you need to see this, but everything that they need to do to bring down gas prices, to take and make gas and diesel fuel more available, they're doing away with it. I would be okay with it if we had uh, what the gentleman in Buffalo had, where you could pour a, a gallon of water in the back of your uh, vehicle, and the next thing you know, it would run for three or four hundred miles on that gallon of water, or whatever it would, yes. whatever it would do. Okay, fine, but we have no replacement for it. So, what are they doing? Why are they doing this? Because if we don't have fuel, everything stops. Because everything that we get is brought in on a truck, and trucks run on diesel. And that's that. And the reason that they don't lean towards the water hydrogen thing is because you they can't make money off of it. Of course they can't make money, yeah. I mean, you could just go, oh, shit, I need some fuel and take this bottle and get from here to New Jersey on it. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah. So, and the reason I say that is I have another video. It's a little bit longer. It's the um, CEO of uh, Pilot Flying uh, I Jet. I ask you if you saw that, uh, some kind of a presentation. I don't know who he was wow. talking to. It was a, did a, a I hearing. see it? Bob, you know what I did? I Because I love this show. I love getting the news out there. Yes. I went and I found this video and I clipped it. There's a few clips on it. It goes on for a little while. I'll I'll yes. give you the uh, the uh, ULR. You could put it in the show notes so somebody could go wow. watch the full thing. But this is basically what he said. And they're trying to they are basically trying to starve us out of here. And this is how they're going to do it, ladies and gentlemen. And they're not even hiding it. We operate the largest network of travel centers in the United States, serving the U.S. trucking industry. That's and pilot flying J, right? Yes. We currently account for approximately 20% of the country's highway, or as we call it, over-the-road diesel supply, 20%, as well as 30% of the diesel exhaust fluid supply, also known as DEF. Now, DEF is diesel emission fluid. They Exhaust. Exhaust. Yeah. It, they, it's, it's mixed in with the gas, uh, with the diesel fuel, and it's for emissions. And it's required so for anything after 2010. Yeah, he says that in here. That's why I didn't say okay. it. Okay. You don't know that. But to my colleagues here, Pilot is facing a threat of se severe reduction in rail service allocations. For Pilot, the service reduction allocations are being imposed by the Union Pacific Railroad. On April 13th, we were informed by the Union Pacific that we were required to reduce shipments by 26%. In subsequent conversations, we were asked to reduce them even further by 50% or face embargoes. We're not aware of any other company being instructed by the Union Pacific or any other railroad to reduce their shipments to the extent they're asking pilot. However, 26 to 50 percent reduction in our allocations will have substantial consequences for the markets. First, let me talk about the DEF supply chain. And just as a reminder, we supply 
about 30% of the DEF in the United States. The trucking sector is dependent on DEF. All trucks manufactured after 2010 cannot operate without DEF. And Pilot operates, if not the largest, one of the largest DEF supply networks in the country. We have 23 rail served DEF facilities that make the DEF and we have 18 rail transloaders. Of the 300 plus million gallons of DEF that Pilot supplies to the industry every year, 74% is moved via rail. Union Pacific's restrictions will prevent Pilot from keeping many markets adequately supplied with DEF, likely causing shortages that'll sideline trucks and reduce trucking capacity. Let me give you some context. A single rail car carries 21,500 gallons of DEF on average, okay? A single truck generally takes in seven gallons of DEF every time they fill. This is based on that data. So that implies that a single rail car is basically providing 3,000 trucks worth of DEF fills. For some more context, basically every rail car that gets missed in terms of DEF delivery will reduce trucking potential by 5 million miles. Holy shit. All right. That's a really big number, 5 million miles, because you've got 3,000 fills and DEF blends with diesel at a ratio of 2.7% for 100 gallons. All right. So 2.7 gallons of DEF allow a truck to drive 100, uh, to use 100 gallons. Furthermore, a reduction in freight transported by the UP will only add additional pressure on the trucking sector in general. The railways are pulling back. We got to move the stuff on trucks. If we can't supply DEF, there's more pressure on the sector and we let the sector down. Second, fuel availability and pricing. Let me begin with diesel. U.S. diesel inventories today are running 10 to 15% below what they have been in the last five years at their lowest point. So if you take the minimum diesel inventory over the last five years, today we're fit 10 to 15% below that number. Certain markets like the Northeast, the West, and the Southwest are even in a worse shape than the rest of the country. Renewable fuels like biodiesel, renewable diesel move exclusively on rail, on ships, or on trucks, and there are no pipeline alternatives. Certain states like California are heavily dependent on the imports of renewable fuels that are generally transported on rail. Fourth, over 50% of pilots' renewable diesel is transported on rail, and having our capacity cut by 50% would actually increase fuel prices in these states and potentially run out some of these locations. So that's how they're going to do it. They're going to get rid of all, you're not going to be able to get diesel anymore. What did Biden do the first day that he was in office? He came in and he killed the Keystone pipeline. So now you have to use rails to take and, and move fuel and instead of, you know, and hundreds and hundreds of cars. Now what they're doing is they're telling oil, that right now what they're doing is they're telling oil companies or, you know, that now you have to, if you needed a, I don't know, 5,000 cars to move it. Now you only use 200, uh, 2,500 cars to move this fuel. Do you know who makes the money from the rail cars moving um, the oil that would, that would eventually be carried by the pipeline? Is it Soros? 
No, Warren Buffett. Who? Warren Buffett. Wow. You should Google how much money he donated to Biden's campaign. Well, again, and how much he makes a year off of that particular railway. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm just telling you right now, the pain is coming. And I was talking to my girlfriend last night and I said, you know, I don't know if I can do this Boomer Bunker show anymore because I keep digging into these topics and it's there. I mean, if they're not even hiding it, it's out there for everybody to see. But the problem is most people, if you're not watching this, if you're hanging in your, your garage by a rope now, like Terry is, or uh, you won't watch it because you're a stubborn ass like Kenny is, uh, you won't see this. You won't hear this, you, you know, and and if you're a liberal or a Democrat or a leftist, you don't you'll stick your head in the sand like an ostrich. You definitely don't want to hear it. So this is this information is not getting out there because if it was, we would have such a shit fit that they would have to stop it. Well, those particular people that you mentioned, they only care about things that are happening in Michigan. Well, I'm just saying everybody, everybody has, I'm not talking, I'm just thinking everybody I, has their own so. bubble with where they worry about things. I was and for me to dig in this thing, I mean, really, it's depressing. It really, like I got this morning, I was like, geez, why am I even doing this? So you know, maybe I should just go awesome. outside and enjoy the rest of the time I have until they starve us out of here or my, the monkeypox gets us or whatever the fuck else they're working on in uh, their evil laboratories. Fine, I'll change the topic. So Pentagon spokesman John Kirby was brought over to help the White House after uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, the new press White House press chief, basically helped her after her disastrous debut as press secretary. Um, she did so bad in her first week, they had to bring somebody else over. You know, the first moment she took the mic as the full-time new White House press secretary, the first thing she did was she told everybody her sexual orientation. No one cares. No one Cause, cares. Because that's important. No one cares who you're fucking, what you're fucking, and how you're fucking. Exactly. Hey, listen. I, this one clip I wanted to do, I'm going to just finish this up with the diesel because this is all bullshit. And, and they say that, you know, the president has nothing to do with this. You know, they're full of shit and they're getting called out on it. But Biden was sworn in. Gas nationally was $2.09 a gallon. On that first day, what does Biden do? He cancels the Keystone Pipeline. Boom, day one. What does he do after that? January 27th, a week later, he halts. All new oil and gas leases on federal land, both onshore and offshore. Federal land onshore and offshore comprises roughly 25% of U.S. oil and gas production. Next, February 19th, he rejoins the Paris Climate Agreement. Notice what's happening to the price. Next, May 7th, 2021, Biden takes 30% of land off limits to oil and gas. Price keeps going up. June 1st. He halts drilling in Anwar, the incredibly petroleum-rich section of Alaska with vast reserves, very small portion of Alaska, he shuts it down. Price keeps going up, June 30th. Congress reverses the Trump natural gas regulation. October 7th, Biden reverses the Trump NEPA regulations. October 29th, Interior begins the, quote, social cost of carbon designed, again, to drive gas prices up. November. I hate this music, but there, that's where they're talking about, the, the carbon tax. I mean, that was my jam. You like that song? I just no. don't like them putting the music over. Oh, I fucking hate that shit. I know, I hate it too. That sounds the same. November 15th, a moratorium on oil drilling in the Chaco Canyon. 
And then February 24th, Russia invades Ukraine. By the way, Biden is trying to blame Putin for the increase. And listen, Putin bears some responsibility for that increase, but he doesn't bear responsibility for all of this. All of this happened before Putin invaded Ukraine. Again, we go back to the same thing is they're they're raising the price of the oil. He says there's no new taxes. There's not more there's not a, a, a worse tax that you can put on the middle class and the poor than inflation. And and inflation goes with fuel prices. It's just it's sickening. The whole thing's sickening. Nobody's talking about it. Nobody right now they don't care. They're gonna care. They're gonna care when gas is up at ten dollars a gallon. They're gonna care when I I, I buy avocados. Before President Biden came into office, avocados were 88 cents a piece. Now they're $1.28. That's ridiculous. I've noticed a common thing going on now. Anytime any anybody on the news, reporter or whatever, talks about the prices of anything, they always preface it with caused by the war in Ukraine. Have you noticed that? Or are you yeah. just worrying about comments? No, okay. no, no, no. I'm just, always I like, yeah, you, you, you know, sorry. the price of fuel caused by the war in Ukraine or the price of food caused by the war in Ukraine or caused by Russians attack of Ukraine. Like, stop blaming this on, on that shit. So let me go to something that's not political, I guess you'd say. There's a new app in town, homeboys. I tried the anti-Instagram app called Be Real. That's B-E-R-E-A-L, one word. And it's actually kind of fun. The social app, which seeks to avoid the phoniness of its much bigger rivals, takes just a couple of minutes a day and still allows for friendly competition. Now, what it does to my knowledge is it'll hit you up, give you like a, a notification, and you have like a few minutes to just post just a plain photo, whatever. No, no filters, no bullshit. I don't understand why it's necessary apparently among uh millennials it's it's real big uh it, it's actually catching on that says uh the app its name not only a bid for realness but an imperative it bills itself as the anti-instagram app uh it takes the basic concept of the gram an endless scroll feed of your friend's slice of life photos revamps it into something more gamified and a little less phony Lately, it's become widely popular among Gen Z crowd. Here's how it works. Every day, at a random and unpredictable time, the Be Real app sends you and everyone else on the app a push notification. It's time to be real. You <laughs> then have two minutes to take a photo simultaneously using both your front and back camera and post to the feed. If you don't post, you can look at your friend's posts. Sorry, you can't look at your friend's posts either. If you post late, or retake the shot several times to get the right angle, the app will rat on you to your friends. Oh, um, when, I like this app already. When the next day's notification comes in, everyone's previous photos disappear. There's a couple of examples here in the article of what you would see when you make a post here. They have a, it looks more like a FaceTime call where you have the small image from your front camera and a larger image. Gotcha. Under, you know, yeah, overlaid or underlaid. Yeah, you know what, Bob? I'm going to officially go on record as saying this is a stupid app. And I officially went on record saying that TikTok was a stupid app. Uh, I don't know how many years ago, and it will never catch on. And now I'm sliding down powdered sugar on my waffle. On my waffle. I don't understand why this is even necessary. I'm not on Instagram. I do never cared about Instagram. 
Hey, next article, real quick. Uh, accused Dave Chappelle attacker Isaiah Lee reveals why he tackled the comedian. Now, we all kind of already know this, but this is confirmation. The Los Angeles man accused of attacking Dave Chappelle said he was triggered by the comedian's jokes about the LGBTQ community and homelessness as he insisted he never wanted to harm the funny man. So there's some closure for those who were still uh, wondering. Listen, people, it's a fucking joke. All right. We're there. Why are you there? Are you there to be? uh, Is this a TED talk? It's a joke. And how do you make jokes? You make you make a, a an a analysis of a stereotype, or you take something that somebody's doing that is a, a little bit ridiculous, and you put a funny spin on it. And tell me where you cannot get more comedic relief than the LGBTQ plus minus apostrophe community. Oh, there's they, they so are, many jokes, so little time. They are nothing but Muppets and memes. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. And and that's the way it is for us. And you know what they can do? They can make fun of boomers. They could sit there and talk about how boomers are old and ruining the thing. And they could make fun of us. And you know what we would do? We would laugh about it. But see, they don't. They don't have a sense of humor about themselves. You know, like I said, dark humor to me is it's the jewel. It's the gift. It's the funniest of humor. Dark humor. When you tell a dark humor joke, it has a... A visceral reaction. In other words, you an, an uncontrolled bodily reaction when they hear something like that. The first thing they do is they go, oh, and then they start to try to laugh. And they know they're not supposed to laugh, so it's a suppressed laughter. A suppressed laughter is the funniest laughter. And what happens now is they get the first, oh, but now they can't laugh anymore because they have to go out and fight for the little guy. They got to fight for the person that i said to can't fight go. for themselves yeah they can't fight for themselves they think they can't fight for because that makes them feel better about themselves because they're out there fighting for the little person behind the keyboard i'm doing good things this will wash away the you, fact that i jerked off to the the vision of my cousin in a bathing suit listen right now th- that's the problem they think that they're out there doing good things for people because they've got nothing else to do. And, and and this gives them power, Bob. When you can cancel somebody, when you can get all your little minions together and you can go cancel somebody for doing something, then you feel like you've done it. You fought the power, Bob. You went to Twitter and then you went uh, and you talked about Dave Chappelle and then you went to his, his advertisers and you talked to them. And this is why people can't be real anymore in the media or unless anywhere on podcasting. Unless if they're, they're using, making money. Unless they're using the Be Real app. <laughs> that I just talked about. That was a joke. Um, go ahead, talk. No, just no, no. I just oh, oh, I was thinking for the, I was thinking for the joke, Bob. I there was thinking for the joke. No, um, but I'm just. I, I mean, so what we need to do is get back to being funny. Everybody, start being funny. I, I don't think I ever started being funny. I agree. Fuck you. But you think what you need to do is you need you know again. It's a joke, people. These are jokes. All right. I didn't want Terry to actually, I wouldn't have sent Terry a rope to hang himself. I wouldn't have done that. Maybe I would have. I don't know. But what I'm saying, it's, these are jokes. God, for the love of Christ. Some were saying Musk came out and apparently somewhere, I don't have the article or the tweet, whatever, whatever he did, came out and said that he's voting Republican. Yeah. Yeah, he did. And I wanted to ask your thoughts on this. Do you think that he never really intended to buy Twitter just to tear it down? Like no, I think he, he just wanted to break it during the the buying process. He wanted to expose all the bullshit 
just tear it down. Now he wanted to buy it because he signed a, a airtight contract, and he might have to. Yeah, he might have to go through with it. It cost him a billion, dude. That's like that's not true. He has that in his cup holder. That's not true. And, no, and nobody has a billion dollars in their cup holder. Nobody if, has. I don't care who out, you are. If either side backs out of the contract, it's going to cost them a billion. That's the deal. If Elon decides to change his mind, he has to give Twitter a billion and vice versa. If Twitter backs out of it, they have to give Elon a billion. He, he has that in his cup holder, dude. Okay, but that's not the problem here. The problem is he wants it. He doesn't want it at $54 a share. So the best way to do right now is to tear it down from the outside and make it worth less and then go back. Because if he walks away, okay, he gives him a billion dollars. Big deal. He's basically got the place. So they, they kind of know that they're, they're backed into a corner. If he is allowed to sit there and tear him down and talk about the bots and talk about how worthless the company is, the company's going to lose a lot of value. Yeah, they'll get a billion dollars, but that's nothing. It's chicken scratch. Like you said, it's cup holder money. And, nobody, and then nobody will want to invest in them, and then Twitter will die. But he wants it. He wants it, but he doesn't want it at $54 a share. He wants it at like $33 a share, which is basically what it's actually it's worth. worth. Yes. Actual right. Value. And that's what he's doing right now. And he might even take it at $40 a share, which would be a hell of a lot cheaper. And he could do the deal without, without mortgages himself like he has to right now. He can do the deal and he would make Twitter. Now, here's the problem. The people on the left that are over there being coddled by Twitter because that's what they're doing. Uh, they, they can't handle debate. They can't handle their ideas being debated or being questioned. So that's why they don't want this. And whenever you try to debate them, the first thing they do is they say, well, racism, racism. So you can't, you know, they don't want to hear it. And if Twitter and they say, well, we'll leave. No, you won't. They won't leave. They'll get in there and just cry and whine and call people. Race. That's how you know you've won an argument when you're, having a debate with a, a a leftist or someone i don't even want to say liberal it's leftist liberals are liberals are just uh cool conservatives I progressives would yeah yeah they're not progressives the progressives the problem the progressives are the problem the people like uh chunk yogurt and uh and anna kasparian uh, they're the problem with um, you know blue hair pink hair whatever yeah, yeah exactly when you've got what's that guy's Boobs name? Jimmy 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 Door is that his name? Jimmy Door. When when you got him, that sounds accurate. Breaking the balls of the leftists, you know you're in trouble. You know they're just they're they're crazy. They're just crazy. You watch the uh, clip I sent you, Bill Maher. Yes, I haven't watched the rest of that episode. I just caught that end of the show stuff apparently he had uh adam carolla on and that makes me want to watch the uh, rest of it i do have hbo max so i'm probably going to do that sometime in the next couple of days but i mean i even heard jimmy fallon making jokes towards the biden administration and everything going on it's like are they out of trump jokes what's what gives if you're so weak and so triggered that you can't even have somebody come on a college campus and talk about something that you disagree with. There's a guy who went on, I think he was a professor. He went on campus and he was sitting there outside and he was debating things like, I don't know, transgender or, or whatever. And people were so triggered that they had to go home. They couldn't stay on campus. They were attacked. Uh, if you're that weak and 
I feel sorry for you. I feel because you're you're going to lose in life because nobody once you get out of that college and you go to work for somebody, nobody cares. They started to. They tried. You know, businesses tried to care because they wanted to. You know, they wanted to have a nice uh, workplace uh, that people could go to. But then it started whenever they got offended by something, they started just to rise up like this was like like they they walked out of Netflix and Netflix is like, you know what? Okay, we're not doing this anymore. The next time you walk the fuck out, have a, a walk out because of our content, the content that pays your salary, just keep fucking walking. Keep and walking. if these assholes do get jobs, it, they've got to know that the only reason they got a job is because they're a diversity hire. They don't care. They don't. They don't care. And are they really a diverse? I mean, yes, there are some diversity hires, but you know who's not a diversity hire? A white, non-binary, purple-haired person. Do they They're not do job interviews anymore? Like, I can't remember the last time I had to go in for an interview. I think it was right after college. So do they even do interviews anymore like that? Because if you walk in with the rainbow colored hair and, you know, nose rings and gauges and, and whatever, what are your odds of getting a job, even if you are a diversity hire, you know? Yeah, I don't think I think you're going to see. See, this is why I didn't want. Yeah, this is why I had a problem with tattoos a while ago. Because, you know, if you're all tattooed, I mean, if you can wear a shirt, if you want to keep it on your body where it's covered up, it's not a problem. But if you're sitting there and you've got sleeves and stuff like that now, I guess it's becoming more mainstream. It's not a problem. Yes. But as soon as you walked in, it kind of tagged you as a certain person. The same way the nose ring and the ear gauges and the purple hair, pink hair, yellow hair, all that stuff, it, it basically tags you as a certain type of person. Do you have tattoos? No. Any? No. And, and why have you never gotten a tattoo? I didn't like them. I, I just think they're, I think they're dirty to be honest with you. This is my, this is my opinion. You don't have to have the same and don't attack me. If you have a tattoo, I'm going to give a shit. I don't, I'm just saying, I'm telling the other people, if you have tattoos, I don't care about your tattoos. You can tattoo your whole fucking body. I don't give a shit. I just don't like them. Well, I too have never gotten a tattoo and my, my reasoning is a little bit different. Um, I haven't ever looked at any drawing image saying whatever, anything that you would get tattooed on you and thought, I want to look at that every day for the rest of my fucking life. Then you go worried about song lyrics, Eric Zane. It's funny that uh, women tattoo themselves because they're always changing things. They never like the same thing for, you know, they always want to, you know, I'm tired of this color. I'm tired of these curtains. I'm tired of this rug, you know, but they can put something on themselves. that's permanent. I I just, I kind of figured that's what it is, I guess. Well, here comes all the tattoo people. Oh, I'm triggered. Shut up. Go get another tattoo. Uh, oh, yep, here we go. Generalized women watch all the time. All the time. That's what I do. What John does. He is the misogynist. I'm a misogynist. The, yeah, he, he, he takes care of all that, so I don't have to do any. Easy. Yeah, right. Well. Makes my job easier. I think I place a little more value on women or give a little more credit to women than John does. John likes to generalize. There are women out there that are absolutely kick-ass. When they, oh, listen to you white knighting over there. When I'm over the target is when they complain the most. And you know, every guy in, every guy that's listening right now is nodding their head. Yeah, they always like to change the color. Yeah, they always want to change the color. Yeah, yeah, always changing this and changing that. that that's what they do. I'm not I'm saying all, it's bad. I'm just I'm saying all, it's an observation. It's a that's a generalization about oh, Okay. Yes, yes. Most women, most women. Some are retarded and don't do that. But most women... Why do, do they that? have to be retarded? I don't know, Bob. I just made up a word. 
It's not just saying. Sorry. Uh, maybe you just haven't met one that's cool. Don't hate all women. I, I you know what? I, I don't even, I, I can't. I'm, not, I'm just saying is you don't, I don't, you've want... never been with a woman that's sitting there and wants to change this and change that and, and redo this and redo the room. You've never had that. Sure. Um, my mom's like that. My mom used to rearrange the fucking furniture like once a month, every room in the house. I don't it know why. A break. And, and it's a fact. I mean, I don't know. I, I see it all the time. The first thing they want to do is they want to wallpaper something. And I'm like, no, no wallpaper. You know why? Because in five years, you're going to hate this wallpaper. And then I'm, who's going to have to tear it down and get the wall ready for paint? Jackass. Jackass is going to have to do it. So no, no wallpaper. Yeah, but what I say is you paint every wall antique white. And then you can put curtains and this and nicky knackies and all and change the color of the room and the way, way it looks. That's sure. how you do it. You can accessorize to bring out. Exactly. Yeah, I get it, but I'm a painter. I hate wallpaper too. I, Why? I even hate being paid to remove it because I fucking hate it. It's, it's a pain in the ass to remove uh, if it's installed correctly. And it, I just don't like it. It doesn't hold up well. If you wallpapered your bathroom 10 years ago, guess what? It's out of style already. It's time for new shit. And it's a pain in the ass to remove. Or what are you going to do? Go over it? That, that's even worse. It peels up. Just, then they, just paint that shit. Right. Then they had that thing that they would put around the top, the border around the top. That was wallpaper. And then they, they didn't like that. So then they went out and they got stencils because it gave them something to do on a Saturday, rainy Saturday afternoon. So they're up there standing on the counters, putting with a sponge, doing one side of the, you know, one, the yellow duck and then the, the white head and the yellow beak. And it's just the stuff that they do. Again, it's fine. If that's what you want to do in your house, it's your domain and everything. But to tell me that you don't sit there and want to change everything on, on a, on a daily basis. All right. A couple of years and you're doing it again. And to sit there and, and try to deny that you're kidding yourself. Well, I don't, I don't run into a lot of wallpaper doing what I do. I, I own a business and I paint apartments. I do, you know, make ready's when you move out, I go in there and I paint everything and I love doing it as opposed to having to deal with a homeowner on, you know, every week, a new homeowner to deal with on a new job site or project, have to bid everything, give estimates, try to beat the other guys estimate deal just hate it and and homeowners always want oh well while you're up there on the roof can you put a nail in this or that because it's loose no that wasn't part of the deal i could charge for it but what i do deal with in apartments more often than i want to is these assholes who go to kohl's or hobby lobby or whatever and buy these stickers that say things like like this this is an actual photo that i took you got this <laughs> so I that's to, a sticker that to, they put over top you got to scrape yes. that off i have to scrape that off okay and and that they leave glue on the wall so you have to put kills on it which i use a spray can of kills to cover up the glue so the glue doesn't bleed back through the paint because if i just painted over that it would um, like in three days you'd still I would got see this. the outline of it yeah i, I would see <laughs> the outline where the glue was so i i have to put a bonding agent over the glue to hide it Right. And this is affirmations, Bob, because when you wake up in the morning, you have to say affirmations. You've got this. You're strong. Well, you're, you're powerful. You're that, almost as good as a man. Whoops. Particular apartment was about twenty two hundred a month. So I don't blame them for needing something to go. Oh, fuck, I got to pay twenty two hundred for this apartment. You got this. You can I do saw, I saw a story where in the Washington, D.C. area, the rents are going up so high that people can't afford them. Uh, there was this one person said that they were living in this 
they rent this apartment. Uh, they pay $2,600 a month for their apartment. And during COVID, they weren't allowed to raise the rent, so they kept it $2,600 a month. So they just got their new lease. Their new lease, it went from $2,600 to $3,650 if you want a year's lease. I mean, I don't know. Who can, who can afford that? That's a that's a $1,000 a month. That's $250 extra a week. Where are you getting that? Where's that coming from? There's been a lot of uh, TikTokers putting out videos about that. Well, they just got their, you know, lease renewal. The, uh, usually it comes roughly like 60 days before your lease is up. And right. they want to know if you're going to, you know, re-sign for another year or move. And because you have to get 30 days notice to move to, so that they can plan, you know, schedule everybody carpet and painters and everybody else to go in there and fix shit up after you move. So everybody's like yeah our rents you know was 2400 now it's going to be 3200 something like that like it's it's going up like 25 30 percent i mean that's a massive increase i and then like inflation is eight percent an all-time high i'm like you know rent is uh is that 30 percent inflation <sighs> yeah that's actually on a t-shirt go to t-shirthell.com you will uh either cringe or laugh your balls off depending on what kind of a human being you are t-shirt hell is an amazing place i've been going there for since like 2005 speaking of balls side note uh oh jody b my co-host from the rubber neckers he took a picture of his nutsack and put it on twitter to show that he found his first gray hair he has a gray hair on the bottom of his nutsack and he took a picture of it and actually put it on twitter and i was like he has a photo of his junk next to a, a mini bic lighter Oh, is that him? Well, that's what he claims. <laughs> Guess which one is bigger? Uh, the Bic Lighter. Well, you know, he's a grower. Well, he's a, not a he's shower. A, yeah, he's a grower, not a shower. Doesn't mm-hmm. make him a bad guy. I like to call it travel size. Travel size, yes. A retractable. Or just got out of the pool. Yeah, he's a re- it's a retractable. Duchess saw it. It was horrifying. It's all veiny and shit. <laughs> Dude, I don't even want to see my own nutsack. Why am I well, looking at yours? That was one of my issues with uh, Twitter is, you know, I'm not really into the porn stuff. So if I'm scrolling through and somebody who I follow who has a podcast, and that's the only reason that like I follow them, they want to share porn. It's like, I don't, I don't need that coming you across my scroll, screen. Scroll well, I do, but it, it, come on, man. What if I had my kid? What if I had my grandkid in the room? And then I know, <laughs> don't be on Twitter. Don't be on so Twitter. You have, yeah. Okay. So you have your, come on, Bob. What a weak ass argument that is. What if I had my grandkid? In so you're okay, sitting there with your I'm grandkid not, and you're scrolling table, through Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, trying to get an article or, or, or a video or, or whatever, a link to put on this show. And my grandkids visit grandkids. I have three of them are, are visiting three of my own. If you count my step grandchildren is about 25. So one of them is, is over and they walk up and uh, boom, that's going across my screen. And they I say, know. and they probably say, look, Oh, pop pop, I saw that one before. With my Twitter account. I have that on my phone. You know what, Bob? You know what I say? The, the reason we are, uh, we're so worried about things. We're missing the big, we're missing the big story. People just not care that aliens are real or am I missing something? Yeah, no. Most people are worried about making ends meet for the month because the economy is the lowest it's been in a hot minute, all while the government uses the puppets in the media to point us against each other in the great oppression wars while also convincing large chunk of people utilizing fear that they should be codependent on the government because they've got their backs. 
as we lose our rights one by one because it makes much more sense to be comfortable with conditional inclusion and group thinking than to just take our consequences for our moral decisions as individuals. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about floating shit in the sky, man. Just let it happen. Hell yeah. Nobody cares about porn on Twitter. Just let it happen, man. Get in there and start mixing it up with everybody else. I don't happen to enjoy it, so sorry. I would like an option to turn that off if it's happens to be in the newsfeed just have it you know blurred out whatever covered up i'm sorry i'm just not interested in it i'm, I'm not a porn guy never have been well just un unfollow him then you won't see it but it like if it's jody b i, I like jody oh. he's usually funny i'm so not saying that he's the one doing it but sometimes it could be him <laughs> yeah i didn't want to see his nutsack either to be honest right. with you well he, there's no <laughs> shame in his game that is true jody b being a is he a permanent co-host of uh yes Robert? sure okay. he is well there there you go i didn't know if he left too all right, so no, he didn't leave. Well, okay, so what we did was we had to get rid of Devin. Devin was just not, he was doing what Andrew was doing. He just wasn't telling you what he, if he was coming or not, and he wouldn't just show up. And we, you know, and then that day that he was, we were on a Discord call and we were talking about what we were going to do on the show. And he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that was it. We haven't heard from him. And I thought that the man was actually something happened to him, but people have seen him that follow him on Snapchat. That he's been on Snapchat. So he's alive. He's not talking. He just went underground. So I'm like, I don't, you know, I, I'm not putting up with this shit. You know, the show seems to be taken off. Is this what you're talking about? The Jody Coin purse? <laughs> the Jody Coin purse. I think if I ever did get a tattoo, that would be the only tattoo that I would get is I would get Crown Royal tattooed across my sack. Okay. I don't understand that, but fine. Crown Royal. You've never drank Crown Royal? It comes sure in a I have. Velvet, velvety blue bag. Yes. Oh, I see. The logo so on it. I get that. So you, it on my, yeah. So what you do is you dip your. I would have my sack dyed that same perfect. color, royal blue. Right. And then have Crown Royal tattooed on it. All right. Why not? All right. Let's get out of here. We've done enough. We've said enough. We'll be back here Wednesday night. All right, everybody. We'll see you Wednesday night. Take it easy. Guys.